now is to get through it and showcase uh, you know how far we've come and what we've been working on and of course uh, stay healthy right so uh, guys did a great job a lot of end of game situation stuff things that a year ago we would have never even got to you know you you, you practice them on every Friday but uh, installing them and it's uh, it just kind of shows how much further we are ahead than a year ago. Were you uh, surprised to see Savelle enter the transfer portal? No, we've been talking with Savelle for a while, and so um, definitely, you know, he's a great person, great, great, uh, great kid, and obviously, um, you know, we just always wishing the guys the best, and um, you know, hopefully, he finds a place that really he feels good about, gets the opportunities he's looking for, but uh, certainly wish him nothing but the best. So he's been communicating with us. It's been an ongoing process. Just a, a playing time thing, I assume. Yeah, I think that's what you always want, right? Is the is the opportunity just uh, you know understand and, and the, that the role that uh, you know is in place for you or that you know you envision um, you know is uh, what they want. And I think it's always an ongoing. Like you can never. I mean, we're still in the spring, few months away from from the fall, but uh, it's kind of in today's world when the the portal is open at this time. Um, this is the only opportunity when you got to make those decisions. Is that, is that hard for you dealing with that? You guys kind of go. Yeah, I mean, selfishly. You, you want you want everyone to experience, and our goal is to have one of the greatest experiences of their life, you know. Um, and that's playing college football, and you hope that that happens in your program. But it, you know, part of the great experience is meeting the goals that you have as far as playing time and 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 those opportunities. So, um, you know, uh, th this window again is small for these guys. Um, they want to take advantage of it, and again, we wish him the best. You've had some unfortunate injuries, small stuff for the edges, but it seems like it's been a lot of those guys that have missed some. Yeah. What, what do you think about the depth there? Is that something where you might try to bolster that more this summer, or how do you feel about what you've got behind those top two? Yeah, I mean, right now where you make the assumption that uh, the health will be good, um, it's nothing like a, the running back position a year ago was right. was uh, where you know you really didn't feel like you were kind of being told that they were never going to play again. That's not the case with these guys. So um, just you know, uh, getting through the spring here, and and Zach was back, Durfee was back, and had a great practice uh, the other day. So um, feel good about that. But he, you know, um, Lance and uh, I guess Mo, you know, uh, coming back, uh, you know, everyone's healthy. Uh, you feel like you're in a good spot. Um, but we'll always, I mean across the board every position just always kind of have our our eyes open for the right fit the right time and uh, if anything would change on our team as well you know the, you have a spring game every year and some people try to make it a spectacle and mm -hmm. colorado is selling out their stadium and some people don't care as much i know you want it to be a practice yeah uh but what's your vision for what you want the spring game to be at washington yeah i mean it, i want it full of energy and i want the fans uh you know with the with the growing excitement for this coming season the momentum we have um, they want to come out and see the see the dogs, and um, our guys love playing in front of the fans, you know. Uh, um, so they're excited about tomorrow as well. Um, but just you know, we're going to bring great energy, and and uh, you know, tomorrow uh, hopefully we have a great crowd, and uh, we will treat it. It will be scrimmaging, but we're trying to get something out of tomorrow's practice. You know, every uh, rep that we can uh, manufacture, and um, you know, the whole line working together, the secondary working together. You know, every every position. Um, you know. It's just an added evaluation, um, another opportunity to work on execution. Yeah, about how much? Goal would be about 70 plays with the ones and twos, and then about 10 with the threes. Now the threes will rotate in sometimes with the twos, and some of the twos rotate in the ones. So we're looking at about 80 plays. Do you have a place kicker over? 
Uh, order, no, it's really an open competition right now. Grady and Addison are both doing a great job. Um, you know, lefty and a righty and stuff, but they're, 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 we chart every kick, uh, you know, all spring and we'll continue to do that in fall camp. And, you know, it's what we did last year. We do the same thing with our punter position. Do you spend any time thinking about how, how do you get as many people as possible in the stadium for the, for the spring game? Or is that maybe not as, as important? Yeah, I mean, I think you, you try to do a great job of, uh, I mean, to me, the, the challenge is right, the, the, the people that uh, are here in the fall, you know, and the excitement that surrounds that. Um, but that's not diminishing. I think the spring game uh, and, and having support is important. So, um, you know, we do a great job, try to do a great job of marketing in it and, uh, you know, um, try to provide the excitement from within to where people want to come in to be here and watch. And how important is it as a recruiting weekend? It sounds like you're going to have quite a few guys here. Yeah. Maybe you already do. Yeah, and that's where a lot of your time is, you know. Um, the morning, the afternoon, tomorrow night, you know, and then uh, even Sunday. It carries over into Sunday. So um, a lot of, we have a lot of great ones again coming this weekend we're excited about. And so um, get a chance to spend some time with them. And um, is w- whenever they can be around our players, that's always the plus because our they're, they're our best recruiters in all honesty, um, just with the culture and stuff that exists within the program right now. Do you have a number you're looking at? A number? Of guys visiting? Uh, um, there's a list on my desk I'd guess it's uh, 25 key guys 20 20 guys key guys I'm guessing um, uh, I never it wasn't exact number but uh, there's a list of some some guys that I know uh, that we're certainly on top of and excited to have here coach Dickert at WSU just said he's not a huge fan of the second window because some guys leave that maybe you don't expect yeah. and then you're shuffling right before going into the summer to finalize your roster What's your sense of how this is working right now in terms of having the two windows? Yeah, I get that. I get that understanding. I mean, I, I understand that that end of it. Um, there's the other part, too, where it's like, you know, at the end of spring, there's an evaluation that happens. And again, you know, some guys, the, the fit and the, the fit and the timing and, and the, the, the landscape of your team or your position group has changed. And again, the opportunity for them to, to go somewhere. Um, it might not be right after the season. It's 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 now. So uh, I understand that that take on it. Um, you know, from the kids' standpoint, uh, you know, giving them that opportunity to find another place, um, you know, is important at this time uh, at the end of the spring as well. Media come in here and, and talk to you and some of your players. And the theme that came out of it was you guys are chasing a national championship. Did, did you like how all that was portrayed? Some coaches don't like even to mention that. Mm-hmm. You know, they want to real humble and just, you know, we're going to do that, but we're not going to talk about it. Yeah. Did you like the, the tone that was said? Yeah, I think when, when, when you're asked that question, if that's what your goals are, I mean, we're not, you're not going to shy away from, you know, uh, what you're working for, you know, conference championships and, and beyond national championships. But I think really from within, when we're just putting in the work, it's all about the process. And um, that doesn't get talked about that much, you know, if at all. I mean, maybe in small circles, but as a program, what we're focusing on is the steps that it takes to win championships and be a championship program. Yeah. The national champion himself. Yep. Um, what was his message to the team? He had a lot of different pieces, but one thing that was really uh, fitting is, you know, this the story of that team when he played 
you know, going 11 and two, winning their Rose Bowl game, and the momentum carrying into the next season, very similar to our story, you know, uh, and understanding what it took, and that you know you can't listen to, um, you can't listen to what's said, you know, good and bad. Um, use the right stuff as a motivating piece, and and disregard the, the things and that uh, you know maybe are even putting you in in too good of a high a limelight, you know. You just again, it comes down to the work you put in and the process. And so uh, he really focused on that and did an awesome job. Who were a couple of players that really stood out to you uh, this spring that you kind of maybe weren't on the radar? To start? I think uh, I think one guy that's uh, really come along the last week or so. Uh, I haven't talked much about is Parker Brailsford. Um, just doing a nice job, and you know, as he continues to put on some weight, um, you know, just he's he's a great football player. Um, and now it's just a matter of him continuing to, to, to put weight on that frame, and um, he's done. He's held his own for sure. Um, you know, on defense. Uh, on defense, you know, a lot of the guys uh, I've probably commented on, but um, um, I like I like. I mean, Thaddeus Dixon, you know, continues to show up. Um, I know you've uh, asked coaches about him that, him over the last week or so, but the first time I've had a chance to talk, uh, he's just a playmaker. You know, when the ball's been in his direction, um, he's found a way to finish the play. Uh, Raylan Goforth had a nice play down the down the sideline uh, in practice the other day, where he wasn't just in position, but he made an interception. He continues to just be consistent. So, um, a lot of those guys are really coming along um, in the secondary. So, the movement the movement I think has been good for all of them. How much has uh, Jabbar Muhammad's underdog mentality rubbed off on, on some of those defensive backs? Yeah, I really like Jabbar. You know, he brings that uh, kind of that veteran, kind of that vibe, that, you know, just confident. Um, but it's it's not over the top, and he's really trying to fit in and be a be a true dog, true husky, and uh, has done an awesome job from a personality and uh, standpoint. And so uh, I think you know guys are tapping into his knowledge and and seeing how he operates and how he works, and uh, he's really you know rubbed off I think in different ways on uh, you know the secondary as a whole. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast wherever you get your podcasts.